Welcome to the Juin Jugs podcast brought to you by Oxford Brooks University Rugby Football Club. We're back, we're rebooted, and we're ready to go. I'm your new host, Tom Brzezinski, or some of you might know me as Wizzy. And as you know, with a new host, you need a new co-host. I'm delighted to welcome Harry Bauer. How are you doing, Harry? Um, good, Wizzy. Thank you very much for having me on. I'm very unexpected. Um, not sure how much value I'm going to be bringing, but let's have a we'll have a try, won't we? No, we'll have a try. We'll have a try, you know, with a reboot. Must uh, you must bring in uh, Brooks Royalty, and I'm sure we've got you in that. So, yeah, so what we're going to do, guys, so we're going to bring you all the weekly news, bring your daily dose, your weekly dose, your every dose of OBRFC, all the news coming out of the club, fixtures ahead, and how they fared in the week. Um, so be be sure to follow our club socials. We'll obviously attach those to the podcast notes to see what's ahead. But all we have to say is, I think me and Harry, all we have to say is strap in. We think this is going to be one hell of a ride. Um, it's definitely going to be a journey. Yeah, I mean, we like we like journeys. I'm not sure we? if it's a journey for the listeners or a journey for us. <laughs> I think it'll be a point of enlightenment for both for the both of us. I think I think we're going to sort of become really good podcasters. I think. And then enjoy a bit of rugby union along the way. I, I think, think we... I'm on a collision course. Oh, they're the best ones, no? Just no, meet, I... it... <laughs> meet it head on. <laughs> so let's just get yeah. into a bit. Let's get a bit into a bit of chat, mate. Like, so what have you been up to? I think a lot of the a lot of the boys and girls, of course, will want to know what, what you've been up to. You've obviously you're fully out of the Brooks life now, and uh you're paying your dues, I hear. Yeah, I'm not sure what um, benefit I can bring to a university rugby podcast. I've now not been involved in uni rugby for a couple of years. And I've definitely not played it in more than a few. Um, I'm living in London. I'm in Fulham, um, which apparently, to my surprise, is where half of um, the Brooks Old Boys live. So um, I've been spending a lot of time um, frequenting the pub. Uh, down the I pub. Yeah, no, not to surprise anyone. Um, I've seen a lot of people we've known. I think um, what they can testament to is what I've mostly been doing is gaining weight. So, oh no, um, don't put yourself like that. <laughs> I mean, you, what, the nice way to put it is you found a new bar to prop up, pretty much. Yeah, I, I am the official sponsor of half the bars around here already. I dare say. Um, no, I've yeah, last few weeks been um, visiting La Twickenham. Um, enjoying some first-class um, international rugby. Indeed, um, and before we get on to that, you're you're living with uh, one of our one of our old boys, aren't you? I am. I'm with Michelle, um Bin Juice captain Luke Bolland. Um, you can't be yeah, calling him Bin Juice, mate. I, I, he's, he's got he's got a medal in his back pocket these days, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's tricky winners or sneaky winners medal, isn't it? I mean that that's a while ago now. Um, hey, good bloke, good bloke to live with. Really I'm sure we'll cook. get him on. I'm sure we'll get him on soon. Obviously, a friend of the pod. We'll get him on soon and see what he's been up to too. But as you just mentioned, there's been a lot of autumn internationals, and if we're going to mix this up, you know, we're not going to take it too seriously, but we're going to keep it serious. We both went to some. I mean, it's been we, we've just been planning for a couple of weeks. So we've got a couple of weeks to go over so 
you obviously went to the first of all the England Australia game. How did yeah, that, not, how not did you really, find that? not really the greatest game of rugby I've ever watched. Um, it was boring at times. Um, like this, those games where you don't really want to leave your seat, you're scared of missing something. I'll put it this way: I wasn't afraid of volunteering to go and buy the round of that game. <laughs> well, to be fair, I, as opposed to you, I, the very next day, I went to go see the Red Roses, and yeah, down at the Stoop, wasn't it? I was very impressed. I mean, not to plug uh, another project I'm involved with, but shout out the Women's Rugby Pod. Um, very close to my heart and something that we've been working on really strongly. But um, no, it's, it was a hell of a game. Oh my goodness me. Um, the talent, I think it's, it's undoubtable that it, that's what you get when you invest and you treat a women's setup the right way. Um, I great day out first and foremost, the stoop was great. I think first time I've been to the stoop, believe it or not, I can finally say that. Well, I've there's been no there. reason to, Go and watch the club team that play there. I can tell you that much. Yeah, who's that again? Uh, I think they're called um, the, the second best Quins. Is all I've heard. That's what I heard. Second, second, yeah, something. No, not 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 the best. I don't think. I mean, it's not. As we can tell already, my chat is shoddy. So, well, no, it's it's not a Bath rugby, is it? I, I mean, um, if we're talking about clubs in some pain and strife, I think. Um, Bath is in a different level. I I, I set that nicely up for you, Harry. I mean, look, we all we all like to talk about our own clubs as much as we want to, but that queued you up very nicely for a little bit of time that you can dedicate to your beloved Leicester Tigers. I mean, what's it, 10 from 10? Now we are in um, competitive rugby. I think it might even be 11 from 11 with our last game last season. Lucky and beatable, mate. I'll t- I'll t- biggest, I'll tell you, the, biggest, the biggest team in Europe again, I say. I reckon we're looking at a bit of a triple whammy this year. It's an exciting time to be a fan, Champions isn't it, Cup, Premier, well, Champions Cup, Prem Cup, and um, a cheeky Premiership, I reckon. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Next season, we'll be back. Watch out! Watch out for Bath next next season. We might be mate. back in the championship or in the championship for the first time. Ring fenced, mate. We're safe. Don't worry about yeah, that. No, I, I just <laughs> think there comes a point of embarrassment where you have to say, "Should we be up there?" Oh, I don't think it's got that bad yet. I reckon. Let the let the trial finders play. That's what I say. Yeah, but not at our expense. See see how it see how it goes. We don't know. But then the week after. You went and watched uh, the Springboks. Now, I'll tell you what, there was nothing greater. I took um, my like, home cricket captain. Um, he's never, he's a South African. He's never been to a Springboks game, never been to Twickenham. And I said to him, oh, mate, I've got a spare ticket. Do you coming? And obviously, he, he was quick to say, oh, yeah, he'll have a ticket. He'll come and watch us lose. I mean... There's never been a greater moment than seeing him just sat there at the end of the game in the biggest face of disappointment you've ever seen. So what a game it was. I genuinely think it's one of the greatest games I've ever got to watch on TV or in person. Yeah, I think I think we could see by the reaction on stories after from our own uh, Monsieur Ben Parker in their response to uh, poor, poor Cam Hobson and uh, Yanakai, unfortunately, giving it the big First time since um, 2002, the big three have lost on the same day. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah. I hear it's the first time ever that um, all, well, the first time in history that on a given weekend, all six and six nation teams have won. Indeed. Every, all, all Northern Hemisphere teams beat their Southern Hemisphere equivalents, bar one, which was a draw, if, I, if I'm if i correct. I think it was a 17-0 draw in Georgia's game. But apart from that, it was yeah, a clean PG, sweep. Yeah, clean sweep for Northern Hemisphere. Which is not too bad, but it's funny. It's funny you say about the uh, the Springbok game, because you know, as it was so nice, Wales had to do it twice. I mean, we uh, like we like to be inspired, look- but we, we we took it to a new level. I think you could uh, you could you could say a few comparisons could be made between the two, couldn't you? Yeah, I mean, the, the biggest comparison I can make is um, it's Wales once again winning a game after getting a dubious red card against the opposition. Oh. Don't know about and, that. And I'm, uh, I, did I you see catch... Adams? Did you see Adams' eye after? He's not on social uh, media. Uh, I hate to say it. I didn't catch much of the game. I, Bit I of a shiner. But first, about twenty minutes, half an hour, and I was in Twickenham car park, and I caught the last five minutes in another bar later on. But um, I, I heard that there may have been another try that never was for Wales again this week. If he gives it, he gives it. <laughs> Tell you what, you, you, you must be winning some favours with these referees because they seem to love um, Wales at the moment. Oh look, we we've got a we got a we got a bit of pain in the bank. Um, that uh, that Warburton that Warburton decision still runs pretty deep. Uh, I don't know about that one. I hear that's the last time a decent call was made for a red card involving a Wales game. <laughs> Yet, so far as they say, so far, well, I'm sure there'll be a few more to come. <laughs> Six but, Nations next year. You've seen, heard it here first. Oh, let's let's not. I reckon we'll be all right. him, I reckon they're only given evens and five red cards. I'm players. hearing. I'm hearing the best. I'm I'm hearing that there's going to be. You know, I think it'd be a little little bit of a contest. That I think it's probably going to be the strongest it's ever been. Which I I'm I'm excited for. I think it'd be really interesting to see how everyone fare. I mean, everyone's picked their game up a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's a long way out, and it's always hard to tell what's going to happen injury-wise. Big ones. Farrell's out for 12 weeks, apparently, and um, looks like Tuolangi's out again with another injury in his legs. But, I mean, yeah, a lot's got to happen between now and then. I think Scotland are the dark horses um, for it, but, I mean, that France team against New Zealand on Saturday, they just performed pour, some different level. But you took the words the clean, out of my mouth. Cliche line, isn't it? Cliche line. I have to say that game is hands down one of the best games I've seen for a very, very long time. I did in the second half. I thought New Zealand were going to come back as well, but France knew how to weather it out. But it's cliche we talk about with France, isn't it? Is that the team that's going to turn up at the Six Nations? It's like our namesake, Jue. That's what they brought. Flair. You like a bit of flair, don't you, Barry? You love a bit of flair. I, I, my, my flair is um, stick it up the jumper and run it from 10 minutes out. So, <laughs> I mean, that's a bit of flair. You know, you made it disappear. <laughs> it's a mind sidestep, mate. It's a mind sidestep. And, of course, we can't ignore the Red Roses, their 89-0 demolishing of the USA. I don't know if you caught it on BBC Two, Harry, but every time I was looking up, there was a try. Um, obviously, Zoe, Zoe Allcroft, shortlisted for World Player of the Year. She's looking pretty good, isn't she? Yeah, I mean, 
there's only so much you can take out of a win like that. And I mean, I've been on both sides of those sort of results when I was at uni and in my club rugby. They're just, if you're playing and you're winning those games, you're really asking what the point in playing the opposition was. And when you're on the receiving end of it, you're thinking, <laughs> I wish I'd been out the night before. Or often you're saying, why did I get out the night before? I mean, what's that? Seventeen on the bounce. The Red Roses now. They're. I think that was eight. I think that was eighteen. Eighteen. They're they're looking like a hard outfit to beat. And I mean, beating New Zealand. The big problem with the women's game is obviously that only so many of the nations have got full-time players and players getting financial reward out of it. But I mean, we'll take it. We'll take it, won't we? No, you make a good point. I mean, we're seeing, God, we're seeing all the, well, ructions and stuff going on with the island set up at the moment, which is a conversation for another day. Um, Wales getting some contracts, there's talks of that, which is really positive. But yeah, I think it just shows by what the Red Rose is producing that if you invest in it properly, you dedicate the proper amount of time to it, you're going to see results. Um, yeah, I mean, and what we've got to remember is um, this isn't some... Are a few success story because they've um, gone through bouts of cutting the funding and putting the funding in place. I think it completely got defunded a few years ago, didn't it? Um, I mean, yeah, you just need to look at the Olympics with the sevens. You know, uh, all funding for the women's side of it completely was pulled out, and obviously went to, went as GB. And then obviously you saw them decide, oh, we're actually, you know, that looks a bit more attractive now. We might actually put a bit more money in now and. That obviously saw Wales a bit, Wales a little bit on the um, on the downside. But we let's let's talk about the better. Um, obviously, in that same ilk, we obviously went down to Canada. But seeing seeing Canada when I saw the Red Roses play, Canada are a good outfit. Um, I think I think USA just probably this past this past weekend probably found England in a buoyant mood. But you know, Canada, Canada and USA are doing well. But I think Canada. That they're going to finish top out of the two of them at the moment, which is, which is, you know, it's good. But as you say, hopefully we see some more investment coming in. But yeah, All right. Should we get into some? Should we get into some Brook stuff? Oh, know, some Brook stuff. I know you want to. <laughs> yeah. Right. Infinite knowledge of these games. I haven't even seen the scores from. <laughs> oh, well, mate, that's. Good thing that I do. I mean, I, I we've been we've been paying we've been paying a lot of attention to this. And should, should we get should we give everyone a bit of a recap of what of what's happened since we last put a pod out? I think that'd be quite interesting. When did you last put a pod out? That is the question. I think um, I, I, I I will admit I don't think I've listened to the pod since I was last on it. We've done a home alone, mate. Obviously, all rights reserved. But we've uh, we've done a bit of a home alone. We've rebooted, so. It's almost like the classics, and we're coming back, back, back as new. But anyway, what was there before and is now? So let's go with the first. So the first team, after obviously COVID, into like curtailing the season and stopping things playing and whatnot. Last time with you, we were in Midlands Two B. Um, so we were we were going into the final game of the season. We had one game to play. We were first on 42 points with one game to play against second place Nottingham, uh, which unfortunately couldn't, couldn't, couldn't play the game 
um, and we didn't go up. So that's a bit of an unfortunate thing, but we stayed in 2B and we're going strong. We're going very strong at the moment. Um, obviously, the twos, they consolidated their place in Midlands 2A. The third 15 are now in 4B from 5A. I think that's to do with sort of a, re a re bit of a restructuring within the, within the pyramid. And the biggest news, I think this is the biggest news, which you'll be very proud of, Harry, um, is that we introduced a fourth, not, not just a fourth, but a fifth 15 too into Bucks, meaning that we're putting five teams out in total on a full Bucks day. How impressive is that? You've got to love a bit of um, Ben Juice playing in Bucks. Um, and I've seen them. Um, they, they force had a great game against the fifth this week, was it? They did indeed. Uh, they did indeed. I, I, I had a quick chat with a few of the lads um, to see if it was a old school feisty game where everybody's trying to knock seven bells out of each other. And I, I've heard it was quite civil, which was quite distraught by. Um, I reckon a few years ago, that would have been the sort of game where people would be gunning for each other and gunning for the place of the team above. And probably have, I have no doubt that they're trying to gunning for each other's positions, but I bet they were being a bit softer about it than oh, times no. gone by. 100%. I mean, just looking at it, I mean, the fact that we've introduced, we're up to five teams now, only Cardiff, Cardiff met Exeter and Trent have more teams out than us. That's, That's quite a start. And I reckon they must probably have 10 times the budget as well. I mean, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, and then also... This is not, it's not liable, trust me. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. It's absolutely no, we, we, not. Nothing but facts on the Machine uh, and podcast, of course. <laughs> Um, if this is in fact not true though we'll just blurt it and beep it out oh, no, that, that's what the editing's for of course uh, and then finally obviously we can't go without saying the fact that the Brooks Quinn's partnership is going from strength to strength we're putting a number of boys out on a Saturday playing for obviously Oxford Quinn's fantastic hosts we're doing fantastic work it's producing a lot of opportunities for our boys on a weekly basis to not just take into their cl into club rugby, but then bring it back to the university game and it'll obviously just build their game even stronger, isn't it, Harry? Yeah, I mean, on the subject of the partnership, and you might be able to tell me what it is, I hear it was a big grudge match for the um, Quinn's first team playing um, against Banbury with um, obviously both teams with a record of having Brooks players at them. Um, we do. Do you we know how that went? <laughs> I do indeed. We'll get to that. We'll get to that later. It was indeed a very tasty game, from what what I recall. But were you there? There we go. It? I wasn't actually. I uh, I wasn't. But uh, big question was um, big direct rugby Joe Wimpenny there, or was he um, too afraid of his allegiance to half the clubs in Oxfordshire to turn up? I don't know. I I don't know if, if Joe was there, but to be fair, I think. Uh, I think he'd almost walk in with, with a with a standing ovation. You'd like to think the amount of work he did, he's, he's been doing it both. But I heard a rumor that um, Joe's always refused to play against clubs he's played for in the past. I mean, we might we might have to get a right of reply. We might have to get Joe on next week just to, to just to answer some of these, Harry. I mean, I don't want. I've got a lot of questions for him. Well, that's something to that's something to definitely listen out for in the coming weeks. 
But should we get into the past week of results? Yeah. yeah. So the first 15. So they've also, they've taken top spot in Midlands 2B. They've, they've gone five from five away at Nottingham. And they're three points clear on 23 points. That is indeed the same Nottingham, Nottingham team that they came up against last season. They're in second on 20 points. What do you think of that, Harry? I'll tell you what, that's going to be a cracking game. Come, I think it's 16th of March. There's an old boys' day planned as well. So I'm already booking that off um, work and I'm going to be down there cheering on the boys. I think it will be a great culmination of the season. And hopefully we'll see Brooks do the um, full... Um, what, what is it? Is it... How many teams in that league? Seven teams in the league? So Leave it six. I, th- I thought they had an extra team this year. Hey, at the first, the first of seven, so hopefully we see them go 12. It is 12. seven. I stand corrected. It is indeed. I'm ruining I... my piece, piece of the microphone there, was he? Dear me, dear me. No, but at the end of the day, have you got your uh, STC ready then, Harry? Is it at the end of your bed? I mean, I'm... I've not bought my SCC with me to London, to be honest, was he? Um, Ooh. Might have to be a uh, bit luckily, of a trip home to get it. Uh, luckily, Christmas is coming up, and um, although I'm settling into London, I don't think there's a chance I'll spend my Christmas here. Um, yeah, no, I'll grab it. I've got the blue chinos and brown shoes ready and waiting. Um, I think it'll be a very exciting day. Um I think it's a very much a hold tight moment, isn't it? Very much a hold yeah. tight moment. I hear the um, big old El Presidente Angus Edwards is going to be there giving um, the Master of Ceremonies job a go. I mean, it'll probably be better than one who's at you because he never turned up to anything. But I mean, he called my he called my gentleman's fight night fight pretty well. I mean, I only gave him what forty six seconds. I mean, I didn't give him a lot of time to call it, but uh, he did a good job of me, so surely he'll, uh, he'll do a good job on the day. You've always get... been one to take 46 seconds as a good result, haven't you, Woodsy? Mate. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I did. I went there, you know, bit of Vidovici, as they say. I turned up. I conquered. We move on. I mean, that, that's a great grasp of the Latin language, was it? It really shows why we went to Brooks. I mean, they say we don't read books. I think they lie. I think we did. <laughs> but oh anyway, let's get into the other teams. So the, sec- the second 15, they had a break this weekend. Um, their match was rearranged against Coventry, first 15 for the 16th of February. Um. The threes put on a seven. I'll tell you what, I, I genuinely just in that meantime, I hate these rearrangements because yeah, I, yeah. I swear the entire time I was at uni, opposition didn't want to play off on a certain day. We got rearranged to the arse end of nowhere. Like, I could not think of anything worse than going away to Coventry in February. It'll be wet, cold, miserable. It's not a nice place in general, but going to uni there. I mean, there's one thing the Oxford and Brooks rivalry. If you ever been to Coventry, um, their sports grounds are next to Warwick's, um, but obviously their uni campus is in Coventry, and it's utter, utter, like awful. But at the same time, but when we ever wanted to get rearranged, opposition always said no. Brooks, opposition come to us saying, "Oh, rearrange." They always wait for us. Oh, we'll get it back at some point. 
never got it back, never got any benefit from it. It does, it does confuse the calendar. I think, I think the calendar gets so busy as it is. I think some, some, some clubs at Brooks have simply had to say, you know what, we, we probably, we probably love to, but we just can't. There just aren't any game weeks to, to facilitate it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it has to be ready to go next time out. But it, it must be annoying, the fact that, you know, missing a week, have to get ready, all that kind of stuff. But no, they're, they're doing okay. They're doing okay. Um, but as I said, this is going to be something close to your heart again, Harry. The threes, how about this? A 77-5 show at home to Worcester twos. They're in second on 13 points behind an impressive Moulton, first 15, who are on 18 points, going four from four. Who've, I'll tell I you think... what, I mean, third team, great credit. They were great a couple of seasons ago. Won the um, cup against the team in the league above them. But whilst we're on it, that Worcester side, Worcester University, have had an absolute mare these last few years. They were up um, playing... I think in Prem, like South Prem B or something like that, three or four years ago. And now their first team, nothing. Second team also. They've had a complete collapse. And uh, I mean, you've really got to wonder how it happened. Yeah. No, I agree. I think you'd have to, you'd have to sort of see what, where, where things are going wrong and whatnot. I mean, their they're women's, they're women's side's doing quite well. They obviously played Brooks Cup, I think, a week or two ago. And you know, six ways, which was an experience in one, um, did fairly well. And I think they are doing fairly well. But, um, yeah, you have to wonder what, what's going on the men's side of things. Um, I mean, you have no, there is notable that there's been a bit of a drop, which you have to wonder why. So you what, teams that um, have had a bit of a drop, have you seen um, Oxford University and Cambridge University both entered books men's this year? And yes. I tell you what, what a farce that's been because Cambridge ones have um, been put up in the first teams league. I think they at home or at home for Cambridge got absolutely drummed by both Brooks and Nottingham in the last few weeks. And you've got to wonder how they're there, but you've got Oxford have been put in the fourth team, fourth teams league, and they're they're running right like hundred point games. And it's I, down I as it's down. It's Oxford are down as I think. I mean, they'll obviously take the ones being their top team that's in in the competition. But I, I believe Oxford are going by that they that's their development team, and I understand that it's Cambridge's second team. Um, well, I tell you what, that Oxford development team would beat that Cambridge second team easily. That Cambridge second team is a joke. That that'd be an interesting contest. I think I think we'd all love to see see what what come out of that. <laughs> And funny, funny enough, you, as you mentioned, the fourth and the fifteen, as we mentioned earlier, they went up against each other, um, and the four fifteen came on top. It was a thirty nine ten display at uh, at Quinns. Well, I tell you what, if I'm the fifth team, I'm taking that result. Um, I mean, because that fifth team is predominantly what well, it's freshers. It's really there to start like getting players through, learning what the club's all about, playing systems. I'd take, take losing by, what, what did you say it was? Um, 39-10. I, I'd take 29-point loss, really. I, and I think when it comes to the rematch um, next, <clears throat> next year, they can go into that game looking to pull something out of it. 
I wouldn't be surprised if a team win that, win the replay, because they can only get better. Yeah, and I think we've obviously, we've seen players that they obviously won't mind us saying have been in and around the teams near the bottom and just worked incredibly hard. And they've managed to, in some cases, work their way up to the first team. Um, it's it's a perfect platform, you know, whether you've been playing rugby for years and years or you're new to it or whatever, you get the opportunity, you build your game, you're good enough, you're going to get the opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I think it's uncountable the amount of players that have actually gone from playing in that third team, that fourth team, or that when it back used to be a Saturday side, gone from playing in those teams to playing in the first team inside one season. What big Hugo Dines did the... Um, did the ultimate? He started one Saturday in the fourth team, was next week in the third team, week after in the second team, the week after in the first team. Yeah, um, I mean, you can see you, even one that comes immediately to my Rich Thomas. He's starting in the first team. He's also playing at Quinns as well. You know, I think he he started in the threes, and you know, he was scoring the winning try and the first first fifteens cup win you know, a couple of years back. You know, so. It's good to see that we've got a good pathway that's making its way to the top. Um, maybe, we'll, maybe we just question where the um, director of rugby is putting his players to begin with. You know, again, that's the question you're going to have to put to him, Harry. I tell you what, um, I'm going to be banned after this week, so I may as well make use of it. Oh, look, we'll give you, we'll give you, you know, we'll give you a first ball grace, <laughs> as, as, as you say. Um, but I mean, looking at the tables, if we're going to look at it. So the first few scenes, as you said, they're five from five. They're top in their league. The twos, obviously, no game this week. They're, unfortunately, had a bit of a struggle this, se- this season so far. So they're obviously in fifth of six. The rest, I think everyone's six, except the fourth and fifth leagues, where there's eight teams. The threes, they're going strong. They're second. And yeah, the fourth and the fifth, obviously, they're, they're building, as you just said. You know, that's that'll be the primary objective just building be more familiar and build their games for, for future years to come so my question to you was what do you think the um aim is for all these five teams this season i'd like i'd like to see i'd like to see the threes get promoted again well again moved up but i'd like to see them get up to tier three i think that would be quite a good a good move um I, th- I think the ones they've got it after the disappointment of last year, they're, they're going to want to, they're going to want to go up. I think they're good enough to go up. I think the strength and depth, the stuff we've got in place, the infrastructure, I think Joe and all the coaches, he's going to want them to really press on now. Um, get out, get out of, I don't know, third, fourth gear, whatever, whatever he thinks he, he there is at the moment. But I think they're only getting out of second person. I think there's so much strength and depth in that first team. Obviously, with support from the twos, and even you know, as we just said, with the threes, I think first looking for promotion. Um, the twos, I think they're going to probably be happy to just sort of consolidate again. I think that's fair enough. Uh, as I say, threes promotion and the fours and fifths, just I guess try and stay up. Um, I mean, I, I don't think I think I think there might be a league below. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think I was looking there. There might be one. I don't think there is though. So it might be fine. But I'm pretty sure is, with it being an eight-team league, it's probably... I think it might be stopping there. Yeah. So, look, I think they'll just be looking for experience. You know, get a good season under the belt, get used to Brooks Rugby and come back in pre-season. All, the, all, those, months, all those months ahead, 
down the line and you know go again. And welcome to the prison. Tell you what, I, I don't know how many times you did it, Wizzy, but um, as we now move to the end of um, November, starting to think about Christmas season, I genuinely don't know what was worse, the January pre-season or the, um, the, sum, uh, the post-summer pre-season. Because um, I think, um, especially Brooks has such a long Christmas holiday, it's quite easy to come back after that, um, that winter break and uh, be in a lot worse um, position than... You were after the summer. hundred percent. I mean, God, I think the first game back, I think the first game week back is, is league. I think it's what's, who's involved. 4-15, the 5-15 and the first 15 on January the 19th. Uh, the last game of the year will be on the 8th of December. So yeah, sizable chunk. It's a long way. I'll tell you, <laughs> I, I'd be, I'm more be, I don't know when the Brooks ski trip is, but I'd be slightly concerned that there could still be some lads on the Brooks ski trip by that first, that first round of games. Well, uh, if there's a, if there's an accident to happen, I'm sure you'd, uh, you'd be able to help them with uh, the rehab, Harry. <laughs> I'll tell you what, rehab from um, ski injury, a lot of taxis, a lot of takeaways, and a lot of time in the pub. Um, yeah, be a shame, <laughs> it'd be a shame to injure yourself when you're not actually skiing. <laughs> I, I tell you, I, I wouldn't know what you're talking about, Wesley. Um, <laughs> I'd, I, I'd say there's a lot more challenge in the um, the after ski. Um, yeah, I mean, get, getting injured when you're on the slopes, one thing. Doing it when you're walking home from a bar, that's very different. It's a lot harder. Absolutely. It's a lot more skill involved. <laughs> right. Comes to the end. Coming to the end. Let's look to the week ahead. We're entering a cup and trophy week. First 15 are up against Aston at home at yeah. Quinn's in round two. Obviously having a bye from the first round. Second think- time playing Aston this season, isn't it, for the first team? It is indeed. They... Uh, they went up against Aston at their place, I believe, and it was a it was a pretty healthy seventy one nil win from memory. Serves me right. Tell you what, um, if I'm coming down from Aston after the seventy one nil loss at home, I'm thinking I don't want to be there. I think Aston have got Brooks again, haven't they? Um, in two three weeks' time, I'm surprised they haven't rolled this into a sort of cup and league double-header because when you're getting pumped sent to one nil at home and you've probably got your best side out there as well. When you're coming up from coming down to Birmingham, what a two-hour drive on a Wednesday, you're thinking, especially getting close to Christmas, you probably just want to be on your Wednesday night out, out afterwards. Your team's probably not going to be as strong as you want it to be. And I reckon they could get done a hundred nil in both games over the next three weeks. And what's the point in that for anybody really? Yeah, I think they, they do make the trip up to Brooks in the league on the 8th of December. So it's not, not too far away. And yeah, I think it'd be a tasty game. I don't know. We'll we'll see if they've obviously improved or whether we have we have and it gets the school gets bigger, but I think we want to see a good contest there. But it would be good to get into the next round. Uh the twos are making the trip to Harper Adams to play there. I tell team. you what, there is generally no place more hostile. I've played rugby in my entire time. I can remember my first year. I, I think I played half there whilst I was at uni a ton of times, like 
too many to really count. For Amber, we're playing Harper Adams away. This is my first year. Both us and Harper were on for a league when I was playing seconds at this point. And then we're there playing half twos. And it's big, like, contest, who's going to win the league? First time hitting them, they've got this twat on the touchline with bagpipes. And the problem, it's not like at Quinn's or at um, when we were at, at Oxford Rugby Club where they're back from the touchline a bit. They had this lab. We'd be getting set for a line out. This bagpipe is coming up behind um, our hooker straight into the fucking ears of the bagpipes. And you couldn't hear a fucking thing. Second they were in possession, bagpipes stopped. Anytime we had the ball, they were just on. I mean, fair play to them. They really make it hard environment to play. The pitches are shit, but I genuinely <laughs> cannot think of a worse place to play rugby. I, mean, I, so I, do, I do remember. Hands. I do remember a, a trip. A trip up there, and I don't know if it was with the. I can't remember. I couldn't. I couldn't stick a name to the bloke who, who said it. But it was. Almost, I think the comment was, "Do they grow potatoes in the interim here?" <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I don't think it's even in the interim. Like, with how their pitches, I reckon it's probably holding potatoes half the year. It's proper, like, undulated, like, some top quality farming ground. But, I mean, I actually saw on TikTok earlier. So, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, you're in a bad stage one that you're 26 and you're on TikTok. At two, you've ended up on Brooks' TikTok. I saw some comment by some half lad going, Oh, your first team are going to get pumped by Harper on Wednesday. It's like, well, it's the Brooks twos anyway. But <laughs> I'm thinking that Harper Adams. Who, who the fuck are Harper Adams? But oh, if, you go, if you go to Unit Harper, I feel sorry for you because actually, I don't feel that sorry because you've probably got a fair few acres. But I mean, those like the Brooks, the Brooks tier. Then you've got the Harper tier. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be a tasty affair, and the uh, the bagpipes make an appearance then. Hopefully, it's Brooks bagpipes instead this time. Well, I mean, ne- next up, so we're going we're going to the trophy now, which is lower than the cup, believe it or not, Harry. I know that's very different to how times have been before, but our 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 well, our fifth fifteen, our third fifteen, and our fourth fifteen are all in the trophy. Our third 15 are going up against our fourth 15. Uh, oh, in round one. I'll tell you what, it, talk about um, after last week, your 14 having to play your team or your, your club mates two weeks in a row. What an atrocious time to be alive. 4 15 fresh, fresh off that 39 10 win against the fifth 15. So they'll be going in with a win under their belt. Against the third fifteen, I'm sure Ferg Laurie and all these boys will be ready for the, for the fours. I was about to say, are, are there any noticeable names in that third team that I'll know? Oh, it's it, it's you know you could you could call them veterans of that of that famous that famous cup victory. That famous cup victory, defending champions. Well, they're not they're not in that plate they're not in that plate anymore, mate. They they've taken a step up up to the trophy, so they're going to get a new a new little. Uh, accolade if they get if they go all the way this year well so you might need to explain this to me well so you've just said it about how this cup and trophy is blended yeah. I, I do not see this team and that lot are playing in a hard lot 
tournament than the third team were two years ago. I think it's just the name. I don't. I think they. I think from they just think, changed I, the names. I believe. Yeah, I believe the plate's not actually a thing. I think. I think the plate is now the trophy, and uh, the cup is still the cup. Essentially, I think there's a, a, a higher competition. Where, as you like to see on the Show and Show podcast, we are incredibly prepared, and we don't take each other or the thing itself too seriously. But um, be sure to to know that obviously the facts and figures will be back. Encyclopedia of knowledge. Well, that's why we got you involved, Harry. That's why we got you involved. (laughs) Too too far out the loop, mate. No. And then, and then obviously the fifth fifteen, they're going up against Derby at Derby, so Derby twos in also round one of the trophy. I tell you um, what, they will not be making it back time in time for fishies. That, that is a long journey. With a long journey, as we both know, that's not a negative all, all the way around. I mean, with a long journey, you can have a bit of fun. Obviously, if you win, it's the extra bonus. But uh, no, hopefully they get the result there and then we might, I, we might I dare have a bit say, of... I dare say in a fifth team, it's um, not much of a fun bus. And we obviously do not... Um, well, we do encourage drinking on a bus, but um, <laughs> <laughs> we, encourage, we encourage drinking not just on a bus, but in other places too. But obviously, drink responsibly. Yeah. No, I mean the thing is, like all through my club rugby, like a long away game is all about the fun bus, and the ba- the most fun about the fun bus is having some more senior players there, which sadly fifteen don't. Um, so I think it'll be quite. A boring trip back, win or lose. I mean, yeah, you can have a few casual beers, but that's a long trip back to then go to social. We'll have to see if there are any guest coaches that might make an appearance or a guest. I mean, with the, we might see who, someone who might go away with them. But that's is, that, is that you volunteering? Was it? I mean, I might just have to follow in your footsteps, Harry. Who knows? I mean, if they'll have me. I could, I could oblige, but we'll see. That's that's to be discussed. I think once Joe, we... Joe Winpenny, this is um, Wizzy handing in his CV. When we get him on, we'll have to we'll have to ask about that. I think you know there might be opportunity for you too, Harry, if you want that. You never know. Well, I, I'm unfortunately, um, no, unfortunately, I have a job. So OBRC is in your heart, mate. Don't you worry about that one. Um, and it wouldn't it wouldn't go amiss without mentioning obviously the women are in action, of course, on Wednesday. They're in they're also in round one of the women's national trophy against Sheffield, which is a okay, five so, o'clock. Oh, I guarantee this national trophy never existed when I was well, what's the national trophy? <laughs> this is so they're they're in one A. They're in one A in as okay. opposed to whatever. So they're they're in that higher competitions like as you as you would so they're in the absolute um pain that they could in round two have an edinburgh away or something like that i'm not 100 percent sure if they've if they have a separate one even higher which is poor for me uber stato but um i mean i thought you'd pick up on the journey up to sheffield harry five o'clock <laughs> kickoff two Worrying about the boys getting back from Derby. I mean, I I'd take a Derby trip over a trip up to Yorkshire, wouldn't you? Well, I'll put it this way: I, I imagine the women seem a lot more organised. Like I've men so I wouldn't be surprised if they put to hotel and they're planning a night out in Sheffield. But otherwise, um, I think with that sort of way game, you're looking at a you're looking to get back in time for a Thursday night out 
It's not a bad night out, that. It's not a bad night out, that. What, Sheffield or yeah. Thursday? <laughs> Sheffield. <laughs> like, a, like, 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 as the song goes, Harry, like a greasy chip butty, like a night out in Sheffield. <laughs> different sport, different sport, but a good song nonetheless. On a, on a side note, I've just mentioned a Thursday night out in Oxford. I mean, I, I think this probably speaks to my age. Where do people go out on Thursday now? Pub, I think. What is it? No I mean, nightclub on Thursday? I am probably as as oblivious as you are, but I mean, there might be a, there might be a bully night. I think I do, I'm a, I, I'm equally out of the loop as you. To be fair, these days we have to I, get I, I can't some of them on. I know Oxford's Thursday night bridge, isn't it? I didn't know if it's what Thursday night attic because it used to like be what class at camera. On a Thursday. I, think I think that's uni of uni of Oxford. I think they've got bridge on Thursday. I think, to be fair though, I think most people have had a hell of a night the night before. I think they're probably just they'd quite happily get in a stay in bed all day, watch Netflix, and get a few kilos of food down them. So if we're yeah. looking, Harry, back to how we've done. So obviously we know who all the teams are facing this week. If we if we look back at how how the, I mean all we've got to go on is of course we're focusing on. On the men's side of things, the first 15, the second 15, and the third 15. Obviously, the third 15 in their debut season won the plate in that famous year of 2020. So that's that's on the that's on their CV. But if we look at the first team and the second team, I mean we've we've I mean the second team they've come close, but no cigar, I think you could say. Yeah, I mean that second team um almost have like the entire workup, don't they? They have the Round one, two, three, the semi-finals, and then they just um, had to replicate the semi-finals again, didn't they? Yeah, unfortunately so. I think when, when it came down to that first 15, winning the cup last time around, um, both both the first 15 and second 15, I believe, faced both Trent. I think it was Trent threes and Trent twos, I think, off the top of my head. I might be wrong. But met both them in the semi-finals, and it could have been it could have been a very different story that we could have potentially faced off against each other, or they faced against each other. But yeah, I mean, you'd like to think that I, I think I think you, it'd be worth they'd be worth the money to go again at least to semi-finals. I think that'd be the benchmark to to set. I mean, the first fifteen as well. I think last time, obviously, winning winning the cup. Um, you yeah. could you could arguably say the same thing again. You know, going back and telling you know, they've done it with those round one, round three. Obviously, that 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 big win in 2017, 18, that oh, winning so double, de- double winning season, club captain that year as well. Um, just saying, saying, just saying. Clearly working your magic, because you know the year the year after that, it wasn't wasn't too wasn't too great. I mean, didn't do too well in the cup. You know, I'll tell you, that, that, that year after in the trophy, and to be fair, you get some top-tier teams in that trophy. I played um, back in 2015-16, I played Bath, um, University of Bath first team in the um, first round of the trophy, and we, we should have beaten them. Um, we lost it at the death, but like you get to play such a different tier of opposition in the league, but... Yeah. I mean, that's what I hope most for this team. Like going up a league next year, if all goes to plan, you get to test yourself against so much better standard of opposition. And we must say that 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 season, obviously in 2018-19, was in the trophy, so that was against higher opposition. 
And yeah, you, you I, get you get um, Prem A in that like in that competition. It's a lot higher standard. Yeah, and obviously we got to we get to the nineteen twenty season, which yeah, we we won it. Nineteen twenty, what hundred and one years ago was it? No, mate, you know what I'm saying. You've got to give it, yeah, you know, got modernized. That's 2019. 2019, 2020. Thank you, we was won it. it. No, no, you're, well, you're welcome, Harry. So you'd like to think that we could go quite strongly. Um, obviously, the momentum with the league, you'd like to think that we will be able to make a good stab at it this time around. And, uh, I mean, uh, it's a shame we don't have um, Samuel Wimpenny here. Cause you, you've, well, I think it's an easy question that we can answer without him, but if you got the choice, win the um, like win the cup again, or um, win the um, you've got to take win the league every day of the week, haven't you? Yeah, you've got to. I think, I think if we 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 manage to get up into Midlands one A, I think we're in a massively massively strong position and stable position than I'd be last time. I mean, we had a fantastic team, old boys that. Would, would feature in most 15s you probably put together from the past, um, but just unfortunate by year. But I think if we got up into Midlands 1A uh, for next season, I think I think you'd be very happy with that and you can build upon and keep keep looking up, really. I think I think you've got to look look at the league there. But, you know, a nice little double won't, wouldn't go amiss, would it? We, we, do, we do love a double. Everyone loves a double. It's a shame you can't win a triple, but I haven't got one of those yet, but well, you That's... used to be able to win a triple until rugby league stopped wanting to play crosscode. I think, well, I think we might need to. I think a little word might have to be added about that because that could be a nice little, a nice little opportunity there. But we will see. We will see. Now, shout outs, Harry. The first one, first shout out goes to the men's first fifteen. So he's taking top spot in Midlands two B. And of course, going five from five this season in the league. Second shout out has got to go to the um, women's first 15 and the effort by Pat, the head coach, um, in the work she's done with the um, fantastic link and partnership we have now with Oxford Quinns. And it's, of course, shout out to all players past and present out for clubs this past weekend. Oxford Quinns in the first 15 had Johnny Ireland, James Boardman. And both alumni, Michael Wright and Archie Van Dyke, two close friends of us, ours, Harry. Yeah, you actually say that. I'm going with um, um, Wrighty and actually Anthony Moss to um, watch the Barbars this weekend. Um, not sure if I should be saying that. I'm not sure um, if either of them told their clubs that they're actually going to the Barbars this weekend and they haven't tried to claim an injury or something, um, especially with Mossy playing at um, Barnes. But... Um, We'll take we'll take the risk. Yeah, I mean that's that's the beauty of editing, Harry, isn't it? You just you have no, that safety we, now. We get we get to sell them down the river. Um, <laughs> if if you're a coach at Oxford Harlequins or Barnes um, Rugby Club, and these players are meant to be playing this weekend, and said they've got a hamstring injury, they're on the piss at Twickenham, <laughs> and they will give you a wave on the telly. <laughs> I mean, this, are they the second fifteen. We've got Sam Daps, Hugh Longdon, and Lewis Ford. Now, as we mentioned earlier, Oxford Quinns went up against Banbury this past weekend. And in Banbury's first 15, Banbury had Tom McDonald and alumni Angus Johnson. 
Former... Um, big question. Big question. Um, big question. Tom Easton not playing at Banbury anymore, or he is. He he didn't he didn't play this weekend, but he's he's as they say pulling up trees. He's he's having a very good season up there. Um, I, I actually I, I've heard he may have been ice skating with his girlfriend this weekend. A lot of it happening at the moment, mate. But no, to be fair, Banbury have got a few a few few of our boys. Um, obviously Charlie Norton's played up at Banbury. Tom McDonald's obviously playing. Tom Easton. Um, obviously Angus rejoining them. It's you know you'd like. To, I think it's three teams that can go up in that league this season. You like to think hopefully you know Marsh Banbury and Quinns finishing that in those top positions and go up again. It could be a tasty little fixture for the future. I'll tell you what, I'm actually um, planning on going to the game at Quinn's um, after Christmas to watch the two go head-to-head. Um, do we know what was, what was the score, was he, between the um, Banbury Bulls and the Oxford Hyde Quinn's? Yeah, like... <laughs> Banbury came up on top. You know, it was it was a, a I am, hard. I'm shocked. I am it, it, it was so a hard fought game. It was 20, 23-17 to Banbury. Um, it's obviously it, it curtailed uh, Quinns is nine nine from nine. Really strong start to the season. Obviously, uh, with a points deduction at the beginning, we'd we would do it. We'd be we'd be top of the league at the moment. That's the, that's the amount of that's that's the level of performance that Quinns has been putting in. But you know, fair play to Banbury. They they came out on top. They put in a good shift and um, man of the match, Tom McDonald. So at the end of the day, you've got to, you got to clap, clap uh, our uh, boys and say they did an well. An Brooks affair, some say, an Brooks affair. Well, exactly, um, you know. I'd like to see that that'll be a future, a future little, you know, tete-a-tete, if you know what I mean. Imagine if you'd been a player coach at Banbury and um, moved to Oxford Quinn's. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about there, Harry. Anyone in mind? That's, that's, uh, I don't think I'll even mention the names. This probably gets cut out. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think there's a strong chance he might be on next next week, where I'm sure we can we can ask him. Um, and then obviously it can't go without saying current president George Amplett playing for Henley Hawks, first fifteen. Tell you what, what a, what a lad he is. Um, I, I don't like giving compliments to George because he's the chirpiest man in the world. But um, a lot of people, when he went to um, Henley this season or back end of last season, was it or training last season, said, "Oh, what, why is he going there? He's never going to make it to the first team. He's doing good work there. He's making the first team." Most weeks, isn't he? Or starting for the yeah. first team? Most no, weeks. I, I think he had a, a, little, a little knock which kept him out what one game week, but he's been almost never present in the centres. I mean, they, they came off an impressive 37 15 win against Rochford at the weekend. So onwards and upwards for him, and he seems to be doing incredibly well. Big, um, up, the boy, big up the boy. Big up the boy, indeed. Um, and then today, in fact, this this started today. So, as a club, OBRFC are embarking on a twenty four hour challenge. So, I think, I think they started at noon. So, they are nearly eight and a half hours as we're recording into this. They're doing a twenty four hour challenge today to lift as much weight as they possibly can to raise awareness and funding for Movember. 
Each member will donate one pound for every thousand or well, thousand kilos they lift. If 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 anyone, of course, wants to donate, they can find the link in all the OBROC social media bios and donate to our Mo Space. I tell um, you what, I've actually just had a look at this on Instagram because um, we know they they followed where you left off on social media presence, and they're quite good at it. Um, thanks, Harry. Apparently. apparently after the eight hours in now, it's um, the 8 p.m. update, they've done a total, supposedly, I'm not sure if they've done complete Brooks here and got a zero in the wrong place, but they're apparently up at 471,000 kilograms after eight hours. And there's only been 20 of them involved. So, I mean, what's that? Shifting 2, some, I'll tell you what that is, Harry, that's shifting some tin. Yeah, that's 20,000 kilograms lifted per person in eight hours. That's mega, mega effort. Um, up, up the I mean, boys. I'll tell you what, it really shows where the club's gone compared to when I was playing because um, most of us tried to skive out of like the 6 a.m., 7 a.m. gym sessions that we had twice a week. You were, you then, were down the pub, mate. You were waiting for it to open, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Maybe once or twice, but I don't think that's probably on club events days. But I mean, fair play to them. I, I, I genuinely don't think in the times gone by we would have had people volunteering to the 24 hour sort of lifting session. Don't think we'd yeah. have them volunteer for a 24 minute lifting session. Yeah, no, it's a fantastic effort. And I say, if anyone can spare anything at all just head to obrc social media channels and follow the link in the bio and donate what you can and obviously that is us up for this week so we didn't do too badly did we uh, i think um i feel very bad for you with the amount of editing you've got to do mate look it's the first it's, it's the reboot we're back. You know, you've got to break in the first first step back. Obviously, we're going to be bringing loads of people on throughout Series 3. Hopefully get Joe Wimpenny on, Director of Rugby, get some coaches on, get some of the boys on, and let, let's, let's, let's keep talking about Brooks Rugby, eh? I'd dare say this is probably the um, classic pilot episode for me that can try me out and think, why the hell do we even think to try that out? <laughs> All in good time. It'll get better. It can only get better as Things the song goes. Things can only goes. get better. <laughs> Perfect. Right, so from me and Harry, yours in pink and navy, goodbye and see you next week. Cheers, guys. <laughs>